0: You are now listening to the TA Podcast, the official podcast of Strathmore High School.
1: Welcome back to the third episode of the TA Podcast, which stands for the Always Quarantined Podcast, because it's now been almost two months and we still kind of find ourselves in a bit of a quarantine So I think that's a pretty good name. I'd like to welcome back our original host of the TA podcast, Jackson Sackett, who's coming to us live from somewhere in the country, which I'm surprised they even have internet out there. But but here he is. Welcome back, Jackson.
2: Yeah, thank you. Uh, We barely have internet out here. Um, I spent the day just, we actually have to go into the school to download anything at this point because the Wi-Fi is so terrible. But yeah, uh, I'm back. It's been a minute. I think, yeah, I can't even remember the last podcast I did. I, th- I think actually the last one I didn't even upload because I just didn't want to edit it. So it's probably still sitting on my computer somewhere. But yeah, it's been a while.
1: Yeah, editing podcasts very tedious. That's the lesson in all of this.
2: Yeah, it's it's rough. It's really not any fun.
1: How have things been going? Um,
2: very good. I have. Per- I don't know. I personally enjoyed some time off school. Um, je- I would typically be at home anyway. Um, being an introvert, so it's not that hard of an adjustment to uh, be quarantined, so yeah, I've personally been thriving with a uh, lack of school so it's it's been fairly good for me, had a lot of time to uh, work on projects and videos that I've been uh, putting off but yeah it it's definitely been good for me
1: thriving what about social studies class? you haven't been missing that the most important informative class that you could take at high school?
2: Oh, it's just a load off of my existence to not have to show up to your class every day. I can just put it all the work to Sunday and just have that be a homework day. And then the rest of the week, is I don't have to worry about it. So yeah, it, it's, it's, it's just freeing to uh, not have to worry about that.
1: So you're saying I'm not creating enough work in the week for you, that you can get it all done on <laughs> that's, Sunday.
2: That's definitely not the message that was intended to be I hear
1: you loud and clear more <laughs> social studies homework totally yeah I totally agree totally agree
2: <laughs> no I think our school has done really well with uh the homework load for uh like I've talked to a lot of other people from different schools and a lot of a lot of schools just uh didn't slow down they just switched to online and uh went zero to 60 on the workload and uh, cool. a lot of people aren't enjoying it like me I'll talk to people online and I was like hey do you want to?" FaceTime today, and they're like, no, i got to do school until, like, four. I'm like, oh, that sucks. (laughs) So, yeah, I I think our school has done a good job about uh, regulating the amount of work.
1: Have you ever considered that maybe you're just doing a really good job of regulating (laughs) your work, and maybe we're the same (laughs) as everyone else?
2: I would imagine I'm doing a a lot more work than a lot of people. I, I mean, I was curious, as teachers, like, what percentage of your... Uh, people in your classes do turn in work still
1: let's uh let's throw that question at our other special guest on the podcast this week mr hargrove mr hargrove how many people are turning in their phys
0: ed and fitness assignments (laughs) that is a loaded question right there uh there is optional phys ed right now um but there is online courses for anyone that was going to be taking three credit phys ed in quarter four since that was completely uh mixed up here in all this mess for the quarantine we uh we do have online options available and there's lots of fitness stuff online uh different workouts things you can do at home different equipment you can use all that kind of stuff so uh we've released challenges fitness challenges which uh like shout out to nev raycroft for absolutely destroying my time on the shoe challenge but yeah um, we're we're coming up with some new stuff there's going to be a push-up challenge coming up right away so be on the lookout for that and uh, more to come from mr tucker and myself
1: i'd like to focus on the word you said optional there isn't all phys ed kind of optional really
0: like people don't need to be physically active it might be the most important thing you get out of school. It's definitely uh, more important is, than social. I agree, Jackson. I full on agree.
2: Yep. It's not, it's not a it's not a very high bar to be more important than social studies, but it, it's above it.
0: Jackson,
1: I'd just like to remind you that you are still being graded in social studies class. And I'd like to you remind must you must pass social studies to get to the next nah, level. Alberta
2: Ed has mandated that our grades stay the same as they were March 15th. So I am sitting pretty.
1: It's amazing how far I can go back in a grade book, though,
0: and <laughs> alter it.
2: Okay, that's fair.
0: I will protect you, Jackson. Don't worry. Thank
2: you, Mr. Argo. I have the fitness teacher on my side so that's, that's about the top, top of the totem pool in the high school is the fitness
1: teacher
0: you heard it straight from the mouth of the student you heard it
1: <laughs> I, I don't know how he will protect you his muscles will not help a computer program they will not prevent me from logging in they can't do that <laughs> okay. all that working out meaningless artificial intelligence is taking over anything anyways
2: that is, that's a valid point soon our bodies are all going to be we're just going to be digital intelligence that exists in a central network anyway so
1: and some of us will just be more digital intelligence than others <laughs> like social studies teachers
2: that that shoe challenge Mr. Hargrove I, I did try it I I forgot to film it but it was very it didn't go well for me I don't <laughs> I don't know how you did that uh my body is not Uh, able to move in that way but yeah it didn't
1: go well it's uh it's all about being short jackson short people really thrive at that kind of stuff that's true we've actually got more important things to worry about than yeah like if we can lift our shoes off with our own feet we've got short people to take our shoes off for us
0: (laughs) (laughs) that's what they're there for it's all about being Semi, like able to move and manipulate and understand where your body is. And, and Mr. Laszlo kind of doesn't really have that aspect of his life going too well. So we're tall. It's, we it's, don't it's a, need to. It's a lot of excuses. Jackson, I have nothing but faith that you could complete the challenge if you tried a few more times. Uh,
1: Jackson, we're tall. We don't need to be aware of our bodies. Everybody has to be aware of us. That's, <laughs> that's how that true. works. Right? Yeah, yeah. Like that's pretty true. He doesn't get it. He's not over 6'4". He doesn't <laughs> understand.
2: Yeah, that's it. Must be a rough life, Mr. Hargrove.
0: I think I'm living pretty all right.
2: Honestly, that's true. The world wasn't designed for people over six four. Airplanes and many buildings just uh weren't weren't designed with us in mind. But how many was. uh
1: how many door frames have you hit your head on in your life, Jackson?
2: Uh, a lot, and most of them are at my church. It was absolutely designed for. No taller than five six i could- I could wager it is it's rough.
1: I remember one time watching my brother play hockey at this arena that was built in eighteen seventy one basically the world's first <laughs> arena, and the door frame was still made out of two pieces of metal that were just cut and screwed near each other, not actually welded together and I took a pretty nice chunk out of the top of my head and I ran into that six foot door frame. <laughs> Hargrove doesn't know what that's like.
0: No, I, I typically use my eyes before going into something lower than than normal.
1: Hargrove only has to be worried, and it's a small world in Disneyland. That's when he's getting himself in trouble. <laughs> we, uh, you act
0: like I'm some sort of midget. I'm six <laughs> one.
2: <laughs> that's that's short in our book. Sorry. That's yeah, right. I remember when mind. I was six
1: one. Grade five was a great year. <laughs>
2: No, in our in our garage, we have a, a canoe hanging from the ceiling, and I don't know, I guess a lot of forethought didn't go into where we were hanging it, but we hung it just out from the wall above our, like, uh, deep freezes, and so it's right directly where you'd stand to get into the freezers, and so every time I walk out there, I'm constantly just whacking my head on this giant wooden <laughs> canoe that's in the worst possible spot, so... That is the one dangerous area in the house, is the garage.
1: Hashtag tall people problems.
2: Yeah.
1: that, and when you have to bend over to tie your shoes, like, oh, it's brutal. And that
0: that statement right there ought to tell you how difficult the shoe challenge would be for Mr. (laughs) Laszlo. The man that can't tie his own shoes.
1: Shoes have laces for a reason. You tie them once, and then you slide your foot in over and over and over again.
0: Well, I thought maybe you were on the Velcro train.
1: They don't make size 15 Velcro shoes. <laughs> Believe me, I've tried to find them.
2: No, I, I, yeah, I'm not a fan of shoelaces. I usually just tie them in an impossible knot right at the, the, light, the right looseness, and then just cut the laces off because I don't want to deal with them.
1: People don't know the struggle of having to reach all the way down there to tie your shoes. Like everyone's so short, they have to reach up to tie their shoes, but not us. (laughs) It's just, it's sad. It's tragic, really. It's just tragic. I was thinking, why don't we play a game called celebrities that you would be quarantined with? So you have to pick one celebrity that you would choose to be quarantined with for the entire time explain who they are what they're famous for and why you'd pick them. Oof, and I think we should start with Hargrove. I think that's fair. Yeah. Like I think we should probably go smallest to tallest, right? <laughs> that seems pretty I'm down. <laughs> okay, Hargrove. One celebrity that you would be quarantined with. Who they are and why. And we're really
0: putting them on the spot cuz we didn't tell them the plan beforehand. No, this is uh this is right off The cuff here, so uh, I think for me, probably just for entertainment's sake, uh, as someone that would enjoy to laugh a lot through this whole experience, I I feel like being quarantined with Will Ferrell might be super hilarious, just uh, a lot of good one-liners, a lot of uh, funny instances, little skits and stuff like that. the guy that can't really turn the funny off, and he would probably keep you fairly entertained during this whole thing. So I, I, I feel like spending time with him, and uh, well, that's always been kind of a dream of mine is to like sit down and have lunch with Will Ferrell. That'd be amazing. But uh, interesting just interesting think-
1: fact about Will Ferrell, he's like six five. Of course, he's funny. He wouldn't
2: be ha- he wouldn't be seen with the likes of a six one person.
0: Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
1: Okay, if you had to recreate a movie with Will Ferrell in quarantine, what would you recreate? Elf? You could be the elf and he could be Santa?
0: (laughs) Stepbrothers.
1: I think I've only seen Stepbrothers once and I can't really remember it.
0: All I want to do is karate in the garage, build bunk beds out of hockey sticks and a bunch of other (laughs) random pieces of wood in the house to make more room for activities.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And naturally, you'd probably be on the top bunk, right? Short people always go on the top bunk. Easier to get up there. Just throw them.
0: Well, it's, it, I would be happy to go on the top bunk, being the more athletic of the two of us, being willing to jump up there and do that.
1: How dare you insult Will like that. I've seen him play basketball in the office, and he is an athlete. I've seen him juggle. That is pure athleticism. D'Angelo Vickers. I love the office. So
2: good. <laughs> Did you did you see the uh, the Space Force trailer with uh, with uh, Steve Carell?
0: I did. I'm I think that's going to be pretty funny. I'm looking forward to it
2: for that. We canceled Netflix, but uh, I think we're going to have to get it just for that again.
1: (laughs) Steve Carell is easily one of the funniest people, and you just can't come up with like a better script than Steve Carell and uh, in Space Force. And the worst part about it is that Space Force is real. That's like the real sad thing in <laughs> no. all of it. <laughs> so that know, it's sure actually a real have. thing.
2: Yeah, they should, probably didn't have a script. They just probably put him on the set and he's like, Steve, just be you. Just go for it and we'll just, we'll just record it and whatever happens, happens.
0: Is this a, a satire or a docu-series? <laughs> That'll be the question
1: Donald Trump's asking himself.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, he definitely... Is this real? real. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely.
1: Wow, we got Steve Carell to be the leader of Space Force? <laughs> I'm the best president ever. I,
2: would, I could definitely see, see Steve Carell running for president. And he would if I would vote in the States, he would absolutely have my vote.
0: World's greatest president.
1: <laughs> you could get the mug. Yeah. <laughs> How about you, Jackson? Celebrity that you would be quarantined with?
2: Oh, I would have to go with... Um, probably morgan freeman yeah easy easy choice there
1: <laughs> just so you could get him to narrate your yeah, life
2: <laughs> it would just be so soothing to have him around i would just I, I feel like most of my when i'm bored like normally i don't know i just scroll through instagram but i would just sit there and just i don't know give him a book that's beside me and just have him read it just so i could hear just, Jackson you know, just be not wakes bored. up
1: in the morning <laughs> thanks to himself maybe i should check my instagram and ben, that no. smooth, sultry George Morgan Freeman voice.
2: Yeah, for sure. There would never be a dull moment with Morgan Freeman around.
1: Yeah, Morgan Freeman is like pretty, uh, pretty underrated. I think, not oh, in yeah. terms of narration, but just in terms of
0: acting. Like, man, that guy's been in a lot of good movies. Yeah, he's
2: good. he's got a range. He, was our, he He can was do it excellent. all. He's in.
0: Hmm? He's in one of my favorite movies, Seven.
2: He's in my favorite movie, The Lego Movie. So he's pretty awesome.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, he is. He plays yep. the what's the guy's name? The Wizard Vertruvius. The Once Wizard. you're in the
2: Lego Movie, you've peaked. You can only go down.
1: It's only downhill from there. Yep. I can't. Chris Pratt nailed it. Oh yeah. He's in sure. The Shawshank Redemption. That's a good oh, movie. Oh, great movie. Great Shawshank movie. Shawshank Redemption. Have You ever seen that, Jackson?
2: I have not. I know, but I'm not a big fan of uh, super intense movies like that.
1: But, uh, it yeah. is pretty intense. Good movie, though. Seven, also a good movie. Very, very <laughs> intense. I,
2: as far very, as very, movies very... go, I've actually seen, compared to the average person, relatively few. I don't know. I'm just not... For someone who really likes making videos, I'm not really a cine- cinephile. Is that the word? Cinephile? Yeah.
0: It is now. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All
0: right, Laszlo Yeah, Laszlo, What you? about you?
1: <sighs> Who would I pick? There's so many choices. I don't even know. I I think I'd probably um, who's a who's a good Canadian celebrity that I could pick? Like nationalism, right? Like social twenty. <laughs>
0: Gross. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Ryan Reynolds. <laughs>
1: I don't really like Ryan Reynolds that much. Like, I think he's funny, but he's not like super yeah, hilarious. He doesn't seem
2: like someone you could just hang out with. I, don't know, I feel like it just seems very
1: competitive
2: to me, and I don't even know why. I feel like you just always yeah, be me one too. Upping you.
1: Okay, I think I would pick uh... Carly. Who's a celebrity I like? Steve Crow? We already talked about Steve Carell. I can't pick him. I'll just look lazy and uninspired. <laughs> Rain Wilson. Okay, I'll pick. Rain Wilson would actually probably be really funny. Yeah. Like, he, okay, there's my choice. Rain Wilson.
2: <laughs> you could just bro down with him, definitely, for sure.
1: Like, he'd for sure be somebody you could sit and have, like, insightful conversations with while at the same time probably making you laugh a whole bunch. Yeah. And all over a bucket of beets. <laughs> <laughs> and I love beets. Like, honestly, beets, beets one of my favorite summer foods. Fried beets, boiled beets, beet pickles. Battlestar All delicious Galactic. in my eyes.
0: <laughs> Bears beats Battlestar Galactica.
1: Eating beets with a bear while watching Battlestar Galactica
2: with Rain Wilson. I wonder if they're gonna have any cameos in Space Force from like any of the Office cast. That would be awesome.
1: I really hope so.
0: I'm hoping if anybody it is Rain Wilson,
2: yeah, or Toby as like this st- <laughs> still just super con- or this guy that Steve Carell hates they should bring him back as
1: that uh toby <laughs> but to be fair like toby is super annoying like he's easily the most annoying character in the office i
2: never felt that i always felt bad for him he was i don't think he deserved it no he
0: was he's just a Monotone guy going about his life trying to get through the day to day. He's there's nothing wrong with Toby. He's boring. He's whiny. He always
1: panders for sympathy. Oh, I can't stand I'm convinced that Toby is the Scranton Strangler. Like a hundred percent convinced. <laughs> there is, I know he is.
0: There is some fan stuff out there that says that he, he is the one that Yeah, the, was the, I like, saw
2: one thing it was like Toby's car or there's a car in the parking lot that was the same car that was in the police chase or whatever for
0: this Grand Strangler. And so
2: there's that. I thought that was funny.
0: And that when he was actually doing jury duty, he was actually the one on trial. Yeah.
1: <laughs> he likely was. Toby is super annoying. He's the worst character in the show. I can't stand him.
2: No, I think you're thinking of Andy Bernard at the end. In like season eight.
1: <laughs> oh, it like season eight really trails off. Like I basically, I've gotten to the point now where I'll binge watch all of The Office. I'll watch the first what is it, first six seasons, and then Steve Carell leaves. Yeah, I watch all of the first six seasons. I watch the series finale when Steve Carell start comes back, and then I start over again from the beginning. <laughs> I skip all the seasons that he's not in. It's just not that good.
2: There, there's some points that are good, but yeah, it's all yeah. The best is when he's there. It's true.
1: He is super. I kind of like that guy that, like the very first episode when they had, uh, uh, who's the guy that takes over for him? Not Will Ferrell, the guy after him. He was kind of funny and a little bit weird. Robert California? Yeah, Robert California. (laughs) He was a little bit interesting. (laughs) He's actually super funny. (laughs) Yeah. Like super duper interesting, but I don't know, kind of becomes a bit of a weird character in the end.
2: Yeah, he's like the white Will uh, the, the white Morgan Freeman? I feel he's got the voice too.
1: Yeah, like just that narration tendency. Yeah, and he's Isn't like he the same guy that did Ultron. Yeah, and I was gonna say he's Ultron.
2: And he had a good voice in there.
1: Typical Hargrove. Hey, I always has to go back to the nerdy <laughs> comic book stuff. It's Jackson's always... in this with me.
2: Yeah, he he beat me by three seconds. I was I was just about
1: to bring that up. That's where we are in quarantine, hanging out with nerds, talking about comic books.
2: I don't have a tattoo of Batman, but if I did have a tattoo, it would be of Batman. So
1: That's right, Jackson. <laughs> How dare you betray the proletariat, Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> Batman, Batman is a brutal enforcer for the property rights of the bourgeoisie, crushing the lower classes and the poor.
0: We talked- we're not going back to this.
1: It's justice. <laughs> justice for the rich, <laughs> delivering fist-knuckle-sandwich justice, beating up the poor reinforcing my status as a billionaire. Batman
2: does not make money, okay? He's selfless and I don't know. I I think he's not working for the rich. He's doing it for the betterment of all society.
0: That's right.
1: And that's where you guys are both wrong. He is working exclusively for the rich, and to he's sure not it. working
0: for the rich. He's like breaking up the mafia and like the whole underground drug like trades. Yeah, exactly. This poor
1: group of Italian Americans who finally get together to start challenging <laughs> are not, Bruce Wayne. They were law not poor. And they get beat up by a bunch of <laughs> high-tech military spending, probably tax-dodging multi-billionaires like Bruce Wayne.
0: He's He's got poor guys eking out a living. (laughs) Yes, so yes, because all those orphan boys that he brought in and helped train were so rich to begin with. Bruce Wayne,
1: uh, Robin, also a traitor to the proletariat. uh, Really, any of the superheroes, Superman, going up and enforcing American justice all over the world. Americanization.
2: Batman. He was literally probably a proletarian. He was a Russian. Uh, middle class, no, Superman was the uh, the uh, enforcement of the rich type in, in Red Sun. So I think you would be a fan of, of the Red
1: Sun Batman. I've read Red Sun, and I am a fan of the Red Sun Batman. Yeah.
0: He's so, perfect. see it? You heard it? You hear folks. <laughs> Mr. Laszlo, big communist supporter.
1: <laughs> I'm not a communist, I just think that Batman ripping around in his Batmobile, beating up poor and homeless people (laughs) might not be the best look for the world.
2: (laughs) Don't lie for a second, Mr. Lazo. If you had the chance to be Batman, you would not even think about it.
1: You would take his life in a heartbeat. I would take his life, I'd take all of his money, I'd redistribute it to the poor, (laughs) and then I'd destroy all of his technology (laughs) as a way of... (laughs) <laughs> guaranteeing that no one ever becomes like that again. But not like in a communist way.
2: No, like in a in a capitalistic way of distributing wealth.
1: Well, I would say more of a humanitarian way really than anything, but
0: I would say communism. I can smell the communism from over here. <laughs> I can smell it it smells in a like different county. like
1: Happiness. <laughs> yeah. It smells like happiness. <laughs> It smells like everyone gets to eat today. (laughs) Oh man! Speaking of communists, what's up with Kim
0: Jong Un?
2: Oh my goodness! What is up with what do what do you what do you guys wager? Dead or
1: alive? I think he's dead.
2: Oh yeah, for sure. Didn't he just
0: didn't he come out of hiding?
1: No. I'm pretty sure it's like one of his identical duplicate guys. Like that guy probably has like 15 people that just pretend to be like him. Yeah, he probably. I love has, all the stories though. We
2: don't even know the real Kim Jong Un. He's probably never been in public. It's like in Star Wars with the princess. I just watched the first 3 Star Wars movies cuz we got Disney Plus, so that's where my mind went. But the surrogate leader.
1: Well, I can tell you Kim Jong Un's haircut looks like he should be in Star Wars. <laughs> that is a Star Wars haircut right there. <laughs> Yeah, like, do you he, think that he goes to his hairdresser every day and is like, "I saw a mushroom today, and that was my inspiration. <laughs> Make me look like a mushroom."
2: Yeah, no, he's definitely dead. There's de- dead or dying. There's I, I don't see any political gain from North Korea keeping him in hiding if he's totally fine. So,
0: I just like all the theories that like his sister had to, tried to get him killed, and then like his inner circle has like been hiding him or like hit his body or whatever like it's it's very interesting
1: yeah <laughs> the uh the kim family is pretty interesting actually if you uh, how much history you guys have read about him but he's technically he wasn't even the actual heir to the throne he was only the second heir he Did has he an older like brother
2: uncle killed or something oh yeah
1: he had an older brother that was supposed to be the heir to the throne, but he got caught taking his family to Disneyland and brought shame to the whole <laughs> government of North Korea and then had to renounce his heirship, and uh, and Kim Jong-un took over after that.
2: <laughs>
1: and Kim Jong-il, his dad, is the greatest golfer in the history of the world. He scored 18 <laughs> right. in his first round. That's yeah. in First ever time golfing. Right. Hole in one, every hole.
0: Yeah.
2: I, I think he's well, definitely invested in some sort of cryogenics it just seems like the kind of guy that would just do anything throw just money at the problem of trying to keep him alive after death or something i don't know so that gives me that vibe of mad scientist
1: well they have a lot of a lot of money over there in north korea that's staying in the uh, upper echelons of government so <laughs> you could probably Batman. make a pretty good taste <laughs> Yeah, if well <laughs> Kim Jong-un and Batman are very similar in no, that They're they both corrupt not. and like to exploit the poor <laughs> for their own personal gain oh. <laughs> Both have advanced military hardware at their fingertips I don't know if I would trust somebody like that Critical thinking Very important part of social studies
2: That's what's the worst about social studies Creating it's fallacies all, is more like It's an opinion it. piece. Everything about it, even the multiple choice questions, where three of them are technically right, but you have to find the best answer according to who, the writer of the test, whichever one they would think is best.
1: No, the opinion is English. Social studies is you're allowed to have an opinion, but you have to support it, it with facts. Unlike English, where it's like you can have an opinion, and if you can feel it the best... <laughs> And your scarf is the thickest, you win automatically.
2: I'm not arguing with you on there. I'm just saying they are very closely related.
1: (laughs) And both of them are superior to fitness and physical education. Wrong. Something you do not need. Wrong. Something
0: every person needs. We We need physical education as much as we need reading and writing skills.
1: Speaking of English and physical education, I think that volleyball is the English of the sporting world.
2: <laughs> I think you're thinking of uh, uh, golf, but actually, no, baseball. Baseball's definitely... well,
0: baseball is definitely, especially yeah. America.
1: Really, you think baseball like if, like the most poetic sport? It's probably like soccer. Soccer's like if you if you had to write a poem about a sport, what would you pick? Golf.
2: I, I don't know. I I'd say curling. Okay, give me like, right now,
1: Jackson. Jackson, your best golf haiku. Haiku, <laughs> in you got ten seconds to plan it.
2: Um, a haiku is the
1: five-seven-five. You're five seconds into your time. Oh you got to come up with it. No,
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, nah, that's see, I can I can do a not a haiku, but golf. No, here we go. Let me just think. There once was a sport named golfing. It was meant for the rich who like frolfing uh, that, that's about it I can't golfing is not an easy word to rhyme with
1: okay I've got one I've got a, a, a haiku about golf I'll All make right, it up good. on I, the spot
2: I gave you the time I was just distracting the listeners while that's you that's right Jackson
1: <laughs> the sun rises over the long green fairway in the morning Man, I'm bored. <laughs> you see,
2: this is my issue with Go! poetry.
1: <laughs>
2: this we should have Mr. Sonsby on too, uh, I would love to talk about this with him, but we were reading a poem in class and it was literally it was just someone's diary. It was like to me it just sounded like someone who wanted to be like a a writer and it was like their diary sitting reading or writing about what they saw and it's a poem. And there was nothing poetic about it, so I asked him what makes this a poem and he said it wasn't because of the way it was written like not in paragraphs or with sentences so if like if that's what makes a poem a poem well, it's next my next essay I should just leave out all punctuation and paragraphs and just say it's a poem
1: uh, like honestly it. Jackson I think you should just cry a little bit on a piece of paper like just get it wet enough so when it dries it's got the <laughs> like that's kind of like ripples and wrinkles, and hand it in and just be like these are all my feelings and emotions <laughs> on one page mr. Sons to be if, like if there's ever
0: an assignment that's like one of those ones, like, like talk about something courageous and you just wrote <laughs> your whole essay as a poem, you could write this is courageous at the bottom and call it a day. It's
2: like, did you see that? Or right, This guy on TikTok, you, you know, like all those modern art pieces that are just like throwing paint Jackson Pollock style at a canvas and like selling for thousands of dollars. Yep. And so one guy on TikTok, he saw this, so he's like, I need to capitalize. So he he just went to the store, bought some paint, and kind of just threw it on a canvas and listed it on, I don't know, eBay or something with a starting bid of $400. And I saw his update video later that this random painting that took him five minutes to make was up to $18,000. Oh, my.
1: I need to start doing that. <laughs> I saw
2: that, too. I'm like, why am I going to school? I don't need a degree. I just need paint
1: paint and a wall
0: yeah it's too bad you can't go shopping do you think
1: i could sell that haiku i made for like a, probably a you few could. thousand to some publisher like absolutely
0: somebody might spend a thousand dollars to have you never say it ever again <laughs> i still have a thousand dollars
1: still got a thousand bucks it's a win-win situation that's right that is right any other interesting current events going on in the world? Um, have you, uh, like John Krasinski's
2: uh, Good News Network? Have you uh, watched any of those?
1: I kind of watched the first episode, but yeah, I watched like one and two. That was it. I I think
2: it's a, good, a good idea, and I like I like John Krasinski, John Krasinski doing anything, so yeah, they're 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 kind of cool.
1: What if John Krasinski wrote you a haiku poem? <laughs> Would Would you like that? In
2: front of him. And I would never watch The Office again.
1: John Krasinski seems like a a guy that would be very offended by you burning his poem directly in front of him. Like, he's somebody who would put a lot of thought into it.
2: I don't want to offend anyone out there, but, like, poetry? uh, I should just leave it there.
1: Do you think we should make a uh, monthly... News show next year in promotions?
2: A monthly meme show?
1: No, a monthly news show.
2: Oh, I thought you said new meme for some reason. I think a news show would be awesome.
1: We could call it SHS News.
2: Oh, the title could use some work, but the is solid.
1: News at Strathmore High School?
2: Oh, I think you got to work in a pun somewhere.
1: I'm trying to think of something that rhymes with Jackson. Waxing with Jackson? <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's just, nah, a nah, hard pass.
1: Making a racket with Jackson Sackett? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I think that's a good one. There you <laughs> go. <laughs> I think that's like the one. That's Louder with That's going to be one of the segments. <laughs> yeah, like that's going to be an awesome. That'll be an awesome. You guys, you, you guys have the, what, what really grinds moves. my
0: gears? No. Oh, he's We're like, old, Jackson.
2: No, uh, he's just like a, a talk show. He's like super right-wing talk show. I just, <laughs> louder is Crowder and like the, the more left-wing alternative would be making a racket with Jackson Sackett. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that sounds like an awesome news show. That, you should just create your own podcast on the side here where you critique... This podcast and call it Making a Racket <laughs> with Jackson Sackett.
2: Solely devoted to some obscure uh, m- mid-rural high school critiquing. <laughs> yep.
1: I think it sounds like a winner.
2: Yeah, for sure. I
1: think it, I think it sounds incredible.
2: Yeah, I'm not putting myself in the creative box at all with that one.
1: That's right. What, uh, what else have you been up to? That's it, making videos, watching uh, Instagram?
2: Doing a lot. I've been doing a lot of dirt biking a lot. We uh, picked up a new bike, so, yeah, have been grinding that a bit. We went out on a, a pretty substantial ride, and then when we were way out there, I realized we had a flat tire. So that was fun. We had to oh. get a truck to haul that back, and then we, f- Grandpa fixed it, but then it's flat again, so we have to order a new tube. Yeah, so it's it's out of commission right now, but i doing a good lot
1: of that nice how about you Hargrove what have you been up to the last couple weeks
0: Uh, well besides like working on content for my social class online and making fitness videos uh, doing some marking just been uh, you know trying to keep myself busy and and productive at home we've had lots of home projects been getting the yard ready just put in a garden box uh, so got some seedlings going and Gonna be uh, growing some tomatoes and cucumbers and zucchini and all that good stuff.
1: There's nothing good about cucumbers.
0: Cucumbers are disgusting.
2: Yeah, cucumbers are just like the best part of a cucumber is the worst part of a watermelon. So I don't, I don't get the appeal.
1: Yeah, exactly. They're disgusting. Who would want to grow a cucumber? Yeah. Unless it was to, like, grow a bunch of cucumbers and then just crush them out of pure anger over the fact that you didn't grow something better in your (laughs) garden box that you could actually eat and enjoy. Not something that tastes like water in a tube form, was like (laughs) watermelon rind. Cucumber is
0: delicious, and you can turn them into pickles.
2: Pickles are just something worse soaked in vinegar. There's no scenario where you take something bad, put it in vinegar, and it, it comes out better.
1: I'm I'm kind of halfway on like Pickles are good on sandwiches But by themselves, not phenomenal
0: You guys are both just haters
1: Pickles on a peanut butter and dill pickle sandwich Now that is a sandwich A what? The, <laughs> peanut butter dill pickle
0: Peanut butter and dill pickle sandwich Yeah, it's delicious,
2: okay. it's incredible Don't knock it until you've tried it I'm, I'm going to knock it, I'm definitely not going to try it That sounds awful
0: What the heck is wrong with your taste buds?
1: It is absolutely delicious and vegetarian jackson you just oh. got to have uh, some no gluten bread yep
2: that's true but it's also still not going to happen
1: it might even be vegan if i really knew what a vegan was
2: <laughs> i could i would rather just eat the bread and peanut butter like you know you know the difference between pickled and rotten it's 3 weeks
1: 3 good weeks
2: <laughs>
1: 3
0: know. good weeks how about you, Laszlo? What's been keeping you busy?
1: Marking. Marking social studies essays. Oh, yeah? That's Marketing what's been by. keeping me busy. I have not yet. No, it's going to blow you in out
2: of the water. The of...
0: Saving the best for last, Jackson.
2: Yeah.
0: yeah. I'm, uh, I'm mostly
1: through my social 30 essays, and I'm going to start the social 20 essays tomorrow. So that's pretty much been occupying most of my time fun i've been watching that uh michael jordan documentary on netflix that's pretty good oh so good
2: that's uh a, a documentary about something that's already not all that fun to watch it's just it seems like it's just going
1: downhill it's the greatest sport in the world with the greatest athlete in the world so i'm just gonna leave it at that nobody Folks. needs to offend michael jordan he'll do it himself <laughs> I did, though. Um, I did watch the new Star Wars, since you told me about the new one that had come out.
2: Like the, the Rise um, of Skywalker?
1: I did. I watched it. I didn't get a lot of it, because I think I'd only seen the one before that one oh, time, right. and maybe it was in theaters, so I was kind of a little bit <laughs> it's just loose on impressive. all the plot stuff. but
2: Yeah, it's whatever. Even if you understand nothing, it's visually incredible, and that's why I love it. It's. I really want to watch it, but I, I decided to watch them all through first, so I've had to uh, hold off I've watched the prequel trilogy so far, but yeah.
1: oh, you suffered through that. So, eh? did you watch
0: episode four, five, six, or one, two, three?
2: I, I when I first watched them, I went four, five, six, and then one, two, three. But now I'm gonna just watch them in chronological order. Nice. Are you doing
1: this over the span of a few weeks, or yeah, like in few, one day?
2: A few weeks. Here, I, it's over the past like what week and a half. I we've got Disney Plus, Disney Plus, and yeah, I've watched the first three. And also, I know I missed the boat by this like a lot. Like the boat's gone and the river's dried up. But the Mandalorian is amazing. That's it's super good.
1: I'm just gonna say there's nothing that impressive about watching them over a span of weeks. If you were truly (laughs) wanted to impress me, you'd have to watch them one after the other over a span of like a day. That
2: would be. We were gonna do a Star Wars marathon at one point, but then coronavirus happened and it, it didn't.
0: So. Yeah, I'm, I'm. Can you even watch? Out. Can you even watch all of the Star Wars movie in one day? Oh, that's a lot of
2: content.
1: <laughs> you but can yeah. do anything you set your mind to, Hargrove. <laughs> anything.
2: Time is a significant limiter on that, but yeah. But yeah, the Mandalorian is awesome. Have you guys watched that?
0: I have not. I haven't either.
2: Really, it's it's yeah, it's super super good.
1: But that's what spawned all the. uh that little baby Yoda, right? With all the baby Yoda memes, wasn't yeah. that from The Mandalorian?
0: Yeah. I've heard it's quite impressive in the and the whole uh way that they produced it episodically is is like pr- pretty unique and pretty cool. Yeah. Uh a couple of my a couple of my good friends got really into it. Yeah, I
1: uh I don't know. I, I'm just not. I I like the Star Wars stuff when I was a kid, but now it's like it gets pretty hard to follow. There's so many movies, and they're all really long, and <laughs> I just don't really get what's going on anymore.
0: Just a quitter.
2: <laughs> I, I honestly still don't follow a lot of it, but they're just entertaining and they look really good. So I'm always down to yeah, watch. That's pretty Star Wars. amazing.
1: How far like visual effects have come. It's From insane. like the first Star Wars, Wars, where you can basically tell that it's Luke Skywalker is just like a doll in a toy zipping across a piece of dental floss, <laughs> so what it kind of is now, and it's like, wow, the world's come pretty far in thirty years, forty I mean, years, or however long it was.
2: Star Wars was pretty revolutionary when it came out. It was like I think that was the first first like I don't know what you call it a uh, motion control system to do all the starships and stuff. It, it was it was big for its time.
0: Certainly changed a lot of things, a lot of the way people made movies and thought about what they were able to do. But it's even like normal animation. Like, we have Disney Plus as well. And uh, um, my girlfriend and I were watching A Bug's Life. And even like as an original Pixar film, like even that was like pretty grainy and and, uh, pretty rough at the beginning. But in you watch now, if like you compare it to, I don't know, Toy Story Four or Cars or whatever—it's like even that has come a long, long way. Yeah. Anyways, should we start uh, wrapping this up?
1: I can finish with, uh, yeah, with our the, little favorite segment that everybody the talks about. Burning
2: question on everyone's mind is what's Winston reading?
1: Well, Winston—he uh, got this book called "Love You Forever" by Robert Bunch. Um, and I'm not sure if either of you guys have read it before. I have. I actually, love that, that book.
2: That was like my favorite book when I was a kid. <laughs> or my mom's, probably, I, actually.
1: I was just. I don't forever. know how that's anybody's favorite book. It's like the saddest book in the entire world. And I don't even get sad at reading books. But it's like basically the story of this mom just slowly, kind of like in a weird sense, sneaking into this kid's room every night and just like cradling him and cuddling him and then. Eventually, it gets to the point where the lady's super old, and the son has to go and, like, pick her up and cradle her in his arms, and then it's basically implied that the mom dies. And it's, like, the saddest book in the entire world. <laughs> it's brutal. And it, it, it absolutely is brutal. And for, like, three weeks, he was obsessed with it. It's like every single night he wanted to read it. So now I can pretty much say I can read Love You Forever stone-faced and emotionless. <laughs> but the first few times it's like, I'm not reading this terrible, terrible book. Why does anybody read this? Who bought him this? It's very sad. The but ba- happy at the same time because the the kid ultimately has his own kid and he sings the same song and rocks the baby to sleep and it's so touching and sad. Um, but, yeah, I, uh, that's what he's reading. Well, until I hid it, and now it's nowhere to be found in the house because I don't <laughs> want to read it anymore. But that's kind of the book that he has been most interested in lately. Well, up until about, like, three or four days ago when the book went mysteriously missing. Um, I will not love it forever. Um, I will hopefully get rid of it soon.
2: And then what's next? To Kill a Mockingbird? Teach him about some systematic <laughs> race- racism?
1: Yeah, I was thinking maybe even, like, there's this book by some famous authors, uh, Marx and Engels, like, uh, it's really more of a manifesto than anything that maybe he might be interested in. Um, Actually, (laughs) I don't think he would be interested if you saw that Instagram post I put up, I made that warrior of the proletariat, which he proceeded to then dunk on and then destroy afterwards. I thought you were talking about the, the one that you burned at the stake. That was our human sacrifice. Uh, we did that to cure the world of COVID. Um, I got a
2: good laugh. I haven't that caught one, it so. yet.
1: I haven't caught it yet. I can only assume that the human sacrifice is working.
2: Yeah, well, Kim Jong un should have tried that. He might have survived. He would have probably done that's it with right. a real human, though, so maybe he shouldn't have tried that.
1: Yeah, that's probably true. He just played
0: his cards wrong. <laughs>
1: We just thought we were talking about Burning Man, that huge festival that happens in uh, in the desert in Nevada, and we just thought we could bring a little Burning Man to Strathmore, Alberta.
2: Yeah, that, that's fair enough. Yeah,
1: thought it was pretty awesome. Well, I uh, I think that's uh, that's it for this podcast. Any yep. hey uh, else,
0: Hargrove? Uh, it was great talking books, to you Jackson. To do? It's a it's, uh... It's good. It's good yeah. to hear from the good to hear from you and and good to have the original host back to keep the show going in a smooth direction and and doing what it's supposed to do, you know, yeah. engage the audience and who's
1: uh, who's going to be the next host, the next guest? I don't know. Should we get
2: an, a non Strathmore High School student to uh, discuss Oops. <laughs> Alright, my phone died, so anyways, Mr Laszlo, if you're editing this, throw this after you're signing off and goodbye. If I'm editing this, I will. Uh thanks for listening and hopefully I'll see you in the next one.